Oh, okay. That's fine. <laughs> no, we'll start no. here then. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Okay. Let me find on Wednesday. Are we going to start? Um, Which hold episode? open. Um, How are you doing, Jessa? Oh, I'm I'm fantastic. Um, I had a weird night. I stayed up to edit things and then I was like, I have to get the baby to bed because it was literally nine o'clock and she was still sitting next to me getting cranky. So, and usually yeah. I'm in bed by nine. I don't know if I guys, if I told you, like my routine is completely flipped now. And I didn't know that. Oh my God. It's amazing. It's so oh, great. great. Yes. She goes to, she goes to school Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays and yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday at 7 a.m. So or 8 a.m. So I'm literally up at 7 a.m. and I'm in bed by like 9 8, 9 p.m. Like at the latest. What? Bed, like just drooling. And yeah, and I've been getting so much done. It's so great. That's so crazy. Yeah. How That's are you great. guys? We're doing great. I do have a story though. I saved this. Not really I saved it. I talked about it on my Instagram this morning. Um, I've been pursued by like have you ever heard of MLMs? Like what well, we talked about it on last episode or whatever, but I keep, because I'm doing like my own business and stuff like that. I keep getting pursued by people who are in MLMs to kind of like pull me in. I was on, I was on LinkedIn and this dude messaged me and I'm in this young professionals group here in Phoenix. And he is supposedly in the group too, but then I found out he doesn't live in Phoenix. Um, so he's just in this group trying to corral people into this MLM. So he messaged me. He's like, oh, um, how, like, how are you doing? Like, tell me more about your business and why you did it. I was like, well, I, I did my business because I felt like I wasn't being valued at work, blah, blah, blah. And I did it very flippant. It wasn't really, I wasn't putting any like weight into it. And he was like, well, it's not your job's responsibility to make sure you're valued it's your responsibility first off i thought that was weird inappropriate and i just stopped messaging i stopped talking to the guy and then he messaged me a couple days later oh well the book the four hour work week says we should be networking so can we get on a zoom call together i said yeah whatever i'll sit down and talk to you you, you still said yes after that's how he responded i'm out here trying to just network with people and meet people and i was like maybe he'll be someone who's just a nice person he's just a little like off when it comes to like communication. Maybe you get on the call. He yeah, yeah. he did like there was like a little bit of limit to like the his social communication was a little bit like different. Like I it, it's just a little little bit off. I didn't think anything of it. We're just having a conversation, and he just keeps pushing these things on me. Like he just was like, "Well, my mentor and my mentor," and that's usually how it goes. Is they'll tell you about this mentor who has the greatest lifestyle of all. They make a bunch of money and they get to work from home and be around their kids and their wife. And I said, hey, bro, I do that already. Yeah. I don't need a mentor to show me how to do that. I do that already. He totally lost that talking point. And so he's like, well, I'm going to send you over a book. You can read it and then we can talk about it. So I'm like, whatever. I'm always, I'm into reading books right now. I'll, I'll whatever, just send it over. He sends it over and he's like, well, I want you to review sections one, five, seven, 14, and then let me know what you think about it. And we'll hop on a call next week. I said, no. And then he said, well, well, um, let's just, let's just do it anyway. And I said, nope, feels like you're trying to push me into something that is like an MLM based situation. And I'm not okay with that. Um, 
I do not appreciate this and I am out. This is weird. <laughs> this is weird. I don't like homework. Thank That's what you. I said. I was just like, who gives people, who shows up to someone's doorstep on the internet and says, hey man, here's the textbook. Go ahead and read that and, and get back to me. What? And then we'll talk about it. I have bullet points. I'm like, what? Who does? I love how you said doorstep though, because it's true. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's one thing that people don't realize is I have random people popping up in my Instagram, like DMs all the time, asking me to do some wild shit. And I'm yes. like, I don't even know you. How about a hello? Like, <laughs> how about a, hi, how are you today? Like, you are still coming to somebody's doorstep yes. and saying like, hey, I have this thing, but also don't fake a friendship with me to try to get these things. You know, exactly. like, I hate that. But it wasn't faking, I wouldn't even call it faking a friendship. You don't start a friendship like that. And that's what I was telling Alex. I was like, these people are trying to get people into these these marketing schemes. And I'm like, it's not even how, it's not even creative. It's yeah. not even how you would approach somebody in normal life. It's obviously not creative if you had five separate people approaches the exact same way 100 serious yeah i've i had a bunch of people i was at a coffee shop one time a dude was just being nice i was like oh shoot this guy's nice and then i give him my number we talk we go have coffee and then he just gets weird he does the whole i have a mentor you know i'm not going to tell you his name but if no. you meet with me enough times uh and i trust you uh, you'll eventually get to meet him what are we and selling drugs i don't it's Amway. It's Amway. It's Amway. It's all these Herbalife. It's all Amway. of those. Look into it. Okay. <laughs> I'll send you some resources, but and be, be careful out and there. Let me know which bullet points you would like me to cover before we have our next conversation. <laughs> be careful out there, people. I, I just think they're taking, they're just taking advantage of people who really need like guidance yeah, and it's not they, fair. Exactly. They need the guidance. They're thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to, they're going to be able to cover all these really easy steps for me, or they're going to take out these hard parts or, and, and especially the guaranteeing the, the solid income and these things, not, not mentioning the skeezy things that you have to do in order to be there. Yes. Like, yes. Ew. Okay. Ew. Gross. Nasty. Blah. And that's how I feel every time. I'm just like, why? Like I just, hope people would be nice because that's like him reaching out being like people reaching out being nice trying to meet yeah. up for coffee is what i hope to see in the world in general yeah. but to see everyone who does it be someone who is trying to take advantage or sell something is really sad that is really sad <clears throat> so I, i've been making it a point to meet up with people to have coffee just for coffee no business yeah. no no nothing like literally like i have a bi-weekly coffee date with one of my friends caitlin and all we do is sit down and just talk about life 100%. and we'll just spend an hour talking about you know what she's going through what i'm going through like things like that and not talking about business mm -hmm. like we do business 24 7. i don't want to talk about business i don't want to talk <laughs> about like I love it, but I, and, and, but that's the thing. I love it. It's my lifestyle. I, that's what I, I enjoy being around. But when it's time for me to just relax my brain, I just want to meet and talk with people and know more about them and, and you know, what they're doing and things like that. I don't, I don't want to do a sales pitch at a lunch table. I don't, I don't want to do one on a zoom call. Like <laughs> no. I don't, I, I, it was, it's just, it's just, I just don't know why people think that that's the way to do it. And it's just not, it's not fair to the person on the other side. Cause Alex was like, he totally negged you. Have you ever heard of negging before? 
I feel like I have, but give me a give so me. So the whole idea of it is you come up to someone and you tell them about like how bad they are, all their flaws. They a lot of like um like guys who teach other guys how to get women, they teach them to do it to women. So basically you bring their level, say say you go up to a girl, she's a 10 out of 10, and you neg her till she feels like she's a six. And then now it feels like you're more on the same level. That's what negging is. It's terrible. It, I will. It's I abuse. Will I will kill. <laughs> I will. Excuse me. <laughs> it's abuse. No. Yeah. Oh, so, well, okay. I was going to say the example of Hitch, but Hitch was teaching the men how to be better men. So, right? Like, wasn't yeah, he? I, I think so. I don't. I, they didn't come from it from a negative side, I thought. I thought it was just no, like I teaching like men was... to speak up more or like be more themselves or something like that. Yeah, but I think I think the problem was that he they, he was also doing research on them to like get them upper hand. Which aren't we talking about that today? We are. That was a great segue. Are we talking about that was a great segue? That was great. <laughs> I did not do that on purpose, but it worked out. So, um, dropouts, if you're listening, thank you for being here again. Um, we are super excited that you are here, and uh, as always, welcome. We are a podcast for the creative looking to enrich their life with knowledge. We won't be giving you three ways to get rich quick. This is not a multi-level marketing scheme, okay? We are for the college avoider, the corporate dropout, the person burning the midnight oil on their next big project. We are here to talk with you, offer up the services and processes that work for us in our business. I got a little tongue tied there, it's fine. <laughs> and to be real about the ones that don't, because let's be quite honest, some of them really suck and they're all over the internet. Everywhere. They're everywhere. There's there's no getting away from they're them. They're in coffee so, shops too. They're in, co <laughs> they're in coffee shops too. So let's cut the shit guys, okay? <laughs> Running a business is hard enough. Anyway, this might be your new fave podcast, but we are always biased. Very biased. My name is Jessa. <laughs> and I am Cameron. And we are here today with you to talk about social media. Here on Wisdom by Design. Here on Wisdom by Design. Um, we've listened to uh, two, well, I've seen both of them already, but um, on Netflix, the documentary, The Great, the Great Hack mm -hmm. and uh, The Social Dilemma. Um, I've seen the, I watched The Great Hack a little while ago, but I watched Social Dilemma last night. And then you had seen Social Dilemma a little while ago and you watched The Great Hack last night. Yes. So yeah. the way we're gonna do this is, Jessa is gonna talk about kind of your overview of The Great Hack. And mm. then we'll give our talking points there. And then I'll talk about the overview of Social Dilemma. We'll talk on that one. And then at the end, we'll do like a kind of a wrap up how we feel about the whole thing. Um, yeah, so. yeah, because this very much applies to business. It does this very much applies to our business <sighs> it applies to social media as a whole and the ethics that us as business owners have when it comes to running our businesses online. Um, the social or the, the social dilemma. Yeah, I, I watched that one a while ago. So I'm definitely interested to see your points on that because that one's a little vague to me. Mm. Um, but the great hack blew my damn mind <laughs> i was literally sitting there the first five minutes and i was like oh oh wow okay so you guys if you have not seen the great hack on netflix it is on netflix it basically talks about oh what's the name of the company um cambridge analytica what is it cambridge, cambridge analytica. analytica yeah cambridge analytica brexit um 
all of these all of these things that literally took the world by storm right under our nose right under our nose we had no idea and mm-hmm. basically what they were doing was they were farming all of our information in order to psychologically sway swing states so if you were somebody who was easily persuadable they targeted you mm-hmm. if you are not set in your ideals or your ways. And they did this by, oh, all these personality tests, like, oh, take a personality test. It's so fun. This is who I am as a person, which we as humans love that shit, right? You want to know more about yourself. We want to know more about ourselves. And we think that that stuff is fun. We've also been fed that for the longest time, like Teen Vogue, all of the, you know, oh my gosh, all of the kid magazines, they always had those Ooh, who's your boyfriend? And like things like that. <laughs> we were literally trained to take these like quizzes, these pop quizzes. Is Alex giggling? Like, <laughs> yeah. so, and I used to love those magazines. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so they basically were like, hey, if you're this certain personality type and you show these certain um, key points or these key areas in your brain, then they could easily take that information and target you and try to get you to go this way toward Trump. It was interesting. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, it, it was very interesting. And, um, you know- And this is this is primarily Facebook. They this is, this is primarily Facebook. Yeah. There was a lot of lying going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the thing that shook me the most was whenever, whenever one of these people would take that test, they would immediately get thousands and thousands and thousands of more points that they said more points from your friends list. Mm -hmm. Even if you did not take that test, if your friend did not take that test, if somebody one person on your friends list took that test, they had all of your information. Why? (laughs) Like morally, ethically, that is scary as hell. I thought it was interesting that they called it a weapon of mass destruction. Literally, that's exactly like, what it is. Like you're literally playing psychological warfare mm-hmm. on people's brains. That's not, yeah. So it it was really disgusting to me, and I'm I'm very. Um, I mean, they went after some really big people to get this done, and I know that that was not easy. Um, and I just like it definitely made me think about the things that I want to post on social media, the way that I even want to you know, target people like that's, we have a very big responsibility when it comes to that. And that's, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, that's, and that's my biggest thing with all of it was like, people didn't even have control over, there was no way to opt out. Like, so basically we were all fed into this uh, whole things. Like it's all algorithms and you're fed into this algorithm and you have no control over it. And they're just feeding you information that again, you have no control of it. We talked about it before where your brain doesn't know the difference between lies and the truth because yeah. it's it, it just takes in reality. It takes yeah. in what it's seeing. So you start getting these and they used memes or, or Hillary videos that were very kind of like off base yes. and lies, they weren't true. And they use that to manipulate the people who were on the fence about who they're voting for. Mm-hmm. Um, and how dangerous is that? Like, yes, it could, it could really, our democracy is already in a place where it's like very hard to get anything done. And think about a weapon like that, that can just totally something that's already off balance, just push it. 
and it did. And, yeah, and, and it, it did. It did. It did. Like they literally are the reason that Trump succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> like it did. Like they had all the proof. There's literally hard evidence, you guys, of how this type of psychological warfare persuaded the United States into this type of thing. And the, and one of their girls was like, well, we didn't push them to the voting polls. No, you didn't. But you literally played on every single thing that you knew would fuck with their minds Everything. so that they would get to that point. Yeah. That doesn't make it okay. <laughs> I like, um, and that's what I, I didn't like about it is, and I'll probably say that to the end, but the, the people who create this stuff, it's just like, I don't, I don't, we always talk about like Terminator or like all these like dystopian movies. And I'm like, you, you knew what you were doing. <laughs> you, you signed up for this. Yeah. Yeah. If you really didn't want to do it. You had every ability to say, Hey, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. But there was something in you that was the thrill of the chase, the whatever, who wanted to be there. And that's kind of my like, really my complaint about all of this is just yeah. like you let this stuff happen yeah you're speaking up about it now mm -hmm. but you let it happen you let it get to this point why was it fun then and not fun anymore mm -hmm. so, yeah well one of the <clears throat> excuse me one of the guys i can't remember his name but he had the bright red hair um that's that's actually one of the questions that they asked him when he was in court they were like you literally helped this help build this from the ground up. Like, why are you now saying something? Yeah. And he was like, after a while, you started to see like what your responsibility was and how it was actually affecting people and how, and he was like, it was grossly, he said it was grossly irresponsible. And I recognize that now. Mm -hmm. he was like, being in it, I was just excited to be a, a part of something. <sighs> and and I'm like, thing, though. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you know, and he's such a smart, intelligent human being. Like this guy's like a freaking software engineer type deal. You know, like he's he's literally able to collect this data and know how this works and how this works. And then he got used as a weapon of mass destruction. And but you're right. Like, at what point do you stop and say, hey, this morally doesn't work for me? Yeah. Hey, I'm recognizing this. Like, why? Why am I doing this? This isn't OK. Yeah, I agree. I even think businesses have a more obligation to be checking that all the time. 100%. Like, like you should be always reflecting on what you do as a business and does, is this what we want to do? Like, do we really want to do these types of things? What could the fallout be if we do this? Mm -hmm. um, I, I just, the, the whole, and that's where we kind of get into, because I watched The Social Dilemma yeah, uh, yeah. and kind of, my overview of that was they they talked about a lot of things that I had already known about like um, they talked about if you're not paying for it you are the um, if you're not paying for it you are the product so uh, like our time and our attention uh -huh. um, we're not paying for Facebook we're not paying for IG we're not paying for Snapchat then what are they what is really being sold it's our attention. Our attention is being so. They said personal data out outnumbered in like monetary means, like outnumbered oil. Oil, like our personal data is more expensive than oil. Yes. And it's not us physical. It, like it's literally just our brains. Yes. 
and and they're they're saying it's not the physical data it's the models they can make based on the data yes so that they they know exactly what we're as human beings they're trying to model what human beings do so they can sell more to them which is gonna be the downfall of a lot of things if we're gonna use that type of logic so that's one thing they talked about um they talked about uh, basically kind of how we all have a different feed and all the feeds are not the same. So I can go look at my Facebook feed. It'll be different from Jess's Facebook feed. It'll be different from uh, Alex's Facebook feed and everybody's is different. So by doing that, you pit people, you make, you make everything polarized because no one is seeing the same thing. No one's seeing um, how, what the truth actually is. They talked about uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia is one thing that stays the same no matter who goes and looks at it. And it's one of the very few things still that stays the same when everybody goes and looks at it. Um, so it's just kind of, how do we keep moving forward when everybody's getting into intaking such different information? It's... I'm like raising my hand, sorry. I just had a quick question. <laughs> Thank you. I, um, I have to go to the bathroom. Um, <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I was actually, because oh. you, said, you said that question. Isn't aren't there people for Wikipedia that actually it's their literally their job to watch the information that's being put out there? Yep. Okay. And, it is, and it has to be some type of factual or they get rid of it. Okay. Um, it's I think it's on a system of like anyone can go and edit it, but you had there's different levels of editors and they all are just going to check. Um, but it's it's one of the very few things that still work like that. Everything else is kind of um you can say whatever you want and it's not kind of on a factual basis. Honor system. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, um, that's the other thing they said. And then they, the one thing that was really freaky was them talking about hacking psychology. Mm -hmm. And that gave me chills where they're just like, well, we do. I read a book about like this type of stuff and they're basically trying to humans are basically tapes. And if you can hit the right thing in humans, you can, hit the play button and that human will do the exact thing you thought they would do. And it, and it, the, the exact thing you thought they would do. And so by using some psychology and the way they do these algorithms, they can get you to act exactly like they need you to act. So in, in the great, uh, the great hack, they literally talk about how they purposely trigger people. Yes. That's exactly what you're saying. They purposely yes. take that to get a mo emotional response and yes. trigger people to yes. react the way that they know that they're going to react. 100%. Because triggering, triggering gets more eyes. That's the only gets more eyes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If they know that you don't like Hillary Clinton, they're going to play that freaking reel over and over, over and over. And, over. Yeah. and like, I was even watching those and I was like, for the longest time, I thought I didn't like Hillary Clinton either. And I was like, wait, do I even know why? I, I, cause do I, I know why I really? To the same, I like thought, cause they, it, Hulu had done a documentary on um, Hillary Clinton uh -huh. and I didn't go watch it, but I, I heard some other people talk about it and they're like, oh, Hillary is not the person I thought she was. She was oh actually God. like, kind of got stuck in between a like, they used her they as used a trigger. Her. Yeah. yeah, and and really she, in the whole email thing, and it, it, she, she really was trying to do the best she could, yeah. and it really just got flipped on its head into something else. You know that they were using a video of her coughing? They had a video of her coughing for an extended period of time, and during the pandemic, people have PTSD from that. 
Like realistically, people have PTSD from that. That is that is a huge trigger for people. And so they were literally like Hillary Clinton putting other people's lives in danger. She could have just choked on spit. Like you don't know. Yeah, but that, that coughing reflex triggers something in our brains because we're like, oh my God, does she have COVID? Yeah. You it, know? It, every everywhere. And and that's the whole thing. And then they talked about like the suicide rates among teens being up and the har- self-harm rate being up among teens and just people going to get plastic surgery to look like these filters, which is scary. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like even Instagram now, they have filters that you think are just supposed to change like the background and stuff. And they're changing the shape of people's face. I get so angry. Yes. Yeah. And TikTok's, apparently TikTok's doing it without filters. You record on TikTok and it'll change the shape of your face on purpose. See, uh, like, and that's, we have such a forced view of beauty. Yeah. Like they're not even giving young, they're not even giving young kids a chance and they're the most impressionable. Exactly. The most impressionable. I, I feel like I have to do my damn hardest every single day to reverse something that Sophie has learned from something else. Yeah. And I'm like, like I started from a very, very young age because I had like a really, you know, a, a lot of women, especially in our generation have a warped view with the scale. Mm-hmm. The, the fucking scale i will say men too it's not just women and men too yes yeah. and men too you're correct and yeah. so like from a very very young age i literally she she caught me and i didn't realize it i was literally at that point in time like weighing myself every single day like i had just given birth like i was having i had the worst mental health ever it was it was really really bad and so i was weighing myself every single day and she was like mommy my turn and I'm like, oh shit, no, like, no. So we started doing this thing now. Every time I get on the scale, she goes, beautiful. <laughs> every time she gets on the scale, she goes, mommy, what does it say? And I'm like, beautiful. <laughs> so, because I remember watching my friends and my family doing the exact same thing yeah. and then getting off of it and being disappointed and talking shit. Like, it's literally like a program in our brains to do these things and i'm like no 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 i gotta protect my baby like well and, and I, honestly, good I honestly feel like diets were the thing before this social media thing oh yeah well, it really wrecked a lot of people's lives diet culture is awful yeah so and and that could be a whole nother episode um, we talked about it with natima it's a multi-million dollar corporation like they're literally feeding on people's insecurities that was built by our our beauty industry mm-hmm. yeah. so it's just it's unfortunate and that's kind of what i came away with it away from all of this and you're right that social dilemma is really vague and then again it just seemed like a bunch of people who are like oh we did something well i don't what do we do now Uh-oh. i'm just like because I was, I was waiting for like, well, what's the future? What's the solution? How do we fix yeah. all this? And they're like, well, our brains are just really young, are really old. They'll never be able to keep up with technology. And I'm just like, okay, what, how do we, what do we do about this? And they're just like, well, I can just stay off of it. And I don't put my kids on it. And I'm like, a lot of people aren't afforded that luxury. They can't just stay off of it. And back to the beginning of this, the biggest people who can't really stay off of it our business owners. No. What are you supposed to do? Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you, you. Yeah. Like there's nothing you can do about, cause I I was talking to Alex about this a while. Cause ads are terrible. Um, When you read, I think Marty Niemeyer, his 
first book, um, I think it was Zag or The Brand Gap, he talks about ads being the thing that destroyed business across the board because mm-hmm. ads prey on features and benefits, yeah. but you can't feature and benefit your way into having anything that you actually care about mm-hmm. uh, because they'll say, well, now with white or white, what does that mean? <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Translucent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he talks about like ads being the worst thing that we could have ever done um and it, it doesn't really mean that you have a good business the fact that you can run ads no um, if you have if you can run ads you have the money to do it and- ex- exactly and, and then like- that's what i'm kind of getting to is like it in the landscape that we created now where we're so um it went from tv ads where like you would have to pay like your local news station to get an ad Uh, And it was very controlled. You didn't, you saw it in newspapers and magazines and stuff like that, but it was like there, you knew where you're going to find it. But now you see them everywhere. And you being a business owner, if you ever want to run ads, you're competing with Papa John's. You're competing with Nestle. You're competing with Coca-Cola. You're competing with the, the biggest giants in the world. So how do, why, how do you even compete? You don't. Well, and that brings a good question as to do you think that do you think that businesses could survive if they weren't playing in the ad race? Yeah. Yes, I think I think if we did this for a different reason, like so let's take my let's take power design. Okay. And um if you read start with why he talks a lot about manipulations and when you start manipulating with your business, uh you fail. He talks about um Ford and Ford used to sell cars based on like, this is the American car and this is why you should buy it. And people were really into that. All the factories were here. They were so excited to shop with Ford. And then Ford shipped all their factories to other places. And then they started saying, well, come get a car. You'll get a factory rebate. And they started doing rebates. At these small amounts, they would do rebates. And to keep up, they've had to raise that rebate amount just to keep people interested. Because now people are looking for rebates and not your cars. Yeah. So that's why you have to really be careful about creating these manipulations to get people interested. But when you create a business and you make it really about, like like I said, power design, we do, we're trying to really create value for people. Mm -hmm. Like we're trying to really show that you, your ideas, your business has value. And because we say that anyone out there who aligns with that or believes with that, will want to work with us. They'll want to do business with us because of that. And um, as long as everything we do checks against that, we're not doing something where we're giving things away for free or we're trying to manipulate people into working with us, we'll always be okay. It's as soon as you start trying to manipulate things that you end up in trouble because you have to keep manipulating. You're you're never going to be able to stop. So it's it's just a sad, I think we're in a sad situation when it comes to the internet and business and like moving forward. Cause I don't think anybody knows what to do. I think a lot of people are just scared and nervous and they think they have to go into this ad machine, but the ad machine is just going to take your money and go. And they're going to tell you they sold your ad and it's going to be a bunch of bots that that's why Instagram leaves bots on their site, on their on their app because then the bots can make it look like that your ad worked really well. Yikes. Well, and like, <laughs> I know, I know, sorry, I had to mute it because Trooper was protecting the household. I don't. Oh, got you. <laughs> I don't know what was 
happening. He is literally the most silent dog for six years. But anytime somebody knocks, he loses his shit. Um, hi, Bubba. Um, I, well, and yeah, like 1000%, everything that you're saying, 1000%. And like, I know, I know business owners that, that do like, you know, I know this, there's like this really cute plant place that, you know, they have ads that, you know, Hey, you know, come get your plants here and things like that. Cause some businesses, they just want to be seen. Yep. So it's like, what's, what's the balance? How do we, that's, that's like, that's such a hard question. Like I can't even. <laughs> I mean, I hope the things that I do, I, I, I want to work out like in the way that yeah. I want them to work out. Does that mean they always will? Probably not. Yeah. But if I think if we all more stuck to not taking advantage of people, manipulation is taking advantage. Right. Um, because they're not going to get the value for what what they're going to get is not going to be what they needed because you manipulated right. them into showing up. Right. Well, and what what is the what is the line like where is the line in the sand where it comes to marketing to reach your target audience mm -hmm. to psychological warfare <laughs> where is that line like because you know that yes, there are so. some really great businesses that do have great values and they do you know pay for ads because you know that's the only way that they're going to get seen but you know i don't I don't think that they're trying to mess with our brains. You know, that's why you're like, how do you, how do you know? Like, does, is Aldi trying to get into our head? <laughs> I mean, they, I, I, I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I, and I feel like, especially with this part of the business, I feel lost and yeah. I'm just trying to do the right thing. Like, mm -hmm. I, I feel like doing the right thing, like will work out. And that's really all you can do. Yeah. I don't think ads for the type of business I have would work anyway. So yeah. that's where I'm kind of lucky. Um, but it's just, it's just a weird place to exist right now and trying to be a small business owner. Yeah. Well, yeah. Especially when you're starting out, it's like, okay, well, other than which my business, 85% referrals easily. Yeah. Very rarely do I have a brand new person just come from out of the woodworks on Google. Like I've been, I've been paying for Google ads for over a year. Yeah. And I think I've had maybe one inquiry every few months and they never book. Like they're not my target audience. And so I want to also hear, hear this. What? So there, I also told me this the other day. There's a negative to the way that Google does their ads too, because yeah. basically they've been doing their ads the same way for so long we've been socially conditioned to look under the ads now. So they'll put the ads at the top when you go to Google. And I don't even, I scroll past all of that. If it says ad, I go under it. I didn't even think about that. Me too. I literally will go to the first, well, and okay. So when you go and it says like places near you and it shows like the businesses in line with the stars and stuff, do they have to pay to be in that or does it base so. it on the location that you're in? I think those ones are location. Okay. They put the ads above that. Yeah. I never look at the ads. Like I, if it says ad, I usually skip over it because I'm like, oh, that's probably a big corporation. And it usually is like mm -hmm. it every single time. If I'm looking for like a snippet of code or advice or something on the internet that I need, I don't ever go to those huge ad things. I go to like a blog post written by another creative, or I go to a talk forum with other creatives to find those things. Yeah.
So I don't, you're right. Like I never even thought about so that. What are you spending money on? I literally, who knows? Who knows? And now with the, with the way that our, I mean, we can literally skip through commercials. We literally pay to skip over commercials. Mm-hmm. So it's weird. It's weird unless you have here. cable, then that sucks, but you know. And, that, and that's why I'm, I'm just going to, I think that's just why we're not going to do ads. Like it's just the life that I'm going to have to live with the do businesses. You feel, that I, I mean, do you, how do you usually, like when people come to you, is it because of referral? Uh, most of the time. Yeah, yeah. Time so far, and I'm gonna really work on. I've been talking to networking. Yeah, networking, networking and meeting people, and people bringing business to me is really, really. Yes. Really the minute I stopped selling, like yeah. literally, I used to try so hard. I'm like, oh, I'm having mini sessions, and I'm doing this, and I'm doing this. The minute I stopped selling and just started letting people in on what it is, like literally, just talking about my life. 100%. That, that's when people would go, oh my gosh, I want to work with Jessa. Yeah, that's 100%. cool. Like, that's what she does. I didn't know that. I can, I, you know, I can go over there and get pictures. Like, I, I have not paid for an ad. And again, I've been in the photography business for a very long time. So I have been able to put in the footwork and work up my business. And I think that's one thing that people miss too, guys. It's connection. It's literally connection with people. Make sure that your process is fantastic. So the next time somebody goes, oh, you know, hey, I'm looking for this. They'll go, hey. Cameron's fucking awesome. Go like, <laughs> and, and make sure you're always talking about why, why you're doing yes. this. Yeah. Why are you doing this? What are you doing? And like, I think people, it's so underrated. I think people forget that when they go to an art fair or they go to a yoga retreat or something like this, like Diane, one of my, one of my web clients, uh, she went to a yoga retreat. She was like, Jessa, all my business cards are gone. Because she literally sat and made those physical face-to-face connections. And now a lot of them are doing online classes with her. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you just have to, if you really want to do it, if you really yeah. want to make those connections that are going to pay over a lifetime. I have families that I have worked with since we were in high school, mm-hmm. guys. Since y'all, you and I and Alex were in high school. <laughs> and now I'm photographing their third set of kids. You know, like, it's... It's just that connection. It's that it's that taste that you leave in their mouth when you're done. Yeah. Boom. Did you hear that analogy? What? <laughs> that you leave in their mouth when you're done? <laughs> is it wrong? Like No, no, no. But it's just funny. Though that's funny. a funny It analogy. is funny. It's, um, I think you're absolutely right. And that's why I think the the getting to maybe the the fix to all this is stop running the rat race of social media. If you enjoy being there around it, there are benefits. Yes. There are benefits. Connecting with people is Connecting the benefit. With people is the benefit. So use yes. that benefit yeah. and take it offline and meet people in real, in the real world. Yes. Like that's really the, 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 one of the very small benefits of the biggest benefit of this bad situation is it does connect you very easily. I don't know how many times when I had quit my job that I was just shooting people DMs to hang out and just talk. Yes. And it's just like, that's what you get out of this, but make sure that you're also taking that and making real life connections. Absolutely. The the number one thing, and I'm so glad that you said that because the one thing that I've noticed is the number of friends that I have, I would not have if it weren't for social media. So we're not, we're not trashing social media. We're trashing the moral responsibility that these big corporate places and people are exploiting yes okay but the fact that i get to see and keep up with people that i haven't seen in such a long time is amazing you know especially during a pandemic could you imagine what people would have done without the internet 
It would have been uh it was already a hard place. It would if, if we only had the news, if we oh would have only had the news. People I feel like and and it's, you know, obviously there was a lot of propaganda and shit going on during that time yeah. too, but I was able to stay in contact with my grandparents. I was able to stay in contact with, you know, people that I usually get to visit over the summers that I didn't get to see that year. You know, it's it's such a powerful tool, but it also has that extremely dark side. It's a double-edged sword. Um, yeah. They always say the bad thing comes first and then something usually comes to fix it. I mean, because yeah. people are going to take advantage of it first. Right. Dark, it usually gets worse before it gets better. So I feel like in the one that you watched, they talked about how it was literally like the dark web. Like they were like, it is a monster bigger than anybody else. Like well, and that's what was kind of freaky is they were like the people who even put it together, it 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 thinks outgrew it them. grows and it it yeah. learns. And it's like, well, if it got to be those same people don't even know how to shut it down now. Mm-hmm. And and that's where I was like, why would you do this? I have chills. <laughs> it, it's why would you do why would you do this like they're like yeah you're afraid of the terminator well the terminator's already here and i was like why would y'all do <laughs> we all watched the movie why would y'all do what this? did you not see what happened did you not see what happened Ew. all for dollars like i think they're making so much money that they're not even reporting what they're really making probably not have we seen ta- uh, tax forms from trump yet no no No. i they have to be they're probably making so much money like it's just sad that like that's the and i mean i was getting to this conversation too is like how 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 much money is enough like what are you guys even gonna do what are you gonna do with that what are you gonna do with this like i would be happy just to pay my bills every month comfortably and we do and we're finally at that point where we're like yay like we but you know obviously like i would like a little more room so we could make a little nest egg and things like that like we want to save up for a house and and i know some people are like oh that's a lie like if you were given a million dollars today what would you do with it i have been poor if i was given a million dollars today i would put that shit in savings mm-hmm. i would pay off all of my my debt my loans my bills everything and i would be living the life that i had stress-free i i would also have to we would have to talk about investing because don't save it yes and i would definitely take a couple of classes on investing do you know how many classes i would take for photography yeah. oh my gosh my brain would be this big <laughs> <laughs> don't save it everybody advice I'm not a, a financial person, but don't save it. That's the the worst. Part. Don't save it. Yeah, no. It devalues. We we, like we talked about before. Ten years ago, money was worth double what it's worth today. So That's don't save it. True. I was I was listening to a. This is a little off topic, but I was listening to Tony Robbins has a podcast, and he had like some crazy cool financial advisor on there, and the guy was like, he was like, so what do you tell your your clients when they want to invest in something? He was like, don't put it all in one place. It was like, because you don't know when it's going to depreciate. You don't know when it's going to change. He was like, get, get a portion of this here, get a portion of this here, get a portion of this here and have like a very, you know, well-rounded portfolio because if something does fall through, you have other options. And he was like, and that's just the nature of the beast. Like, I'm like, balance each other out. And yeah. yeah. So just be, just be careful with that kind of stuff. But yeah, no, uh, we are not financial advisors, you guys. We, we do not, uh, no, no. Uh, I do have some books us. though. I do have some books if anybody needs them. Yeah, he's got books, but um, don't listen to me. I I don't know. <laughs> um, but 
Yeah, I, I think that's the, we wrap that up pretty, pretty well. I think, I think the, so. the goal, get out, get, meet new people, get out there and meet like people in real life. Stop worrying about followers, stop worrying about likes, go meet some real people. Cause that's the ultimate way to get anywhere in this world is to know people. Yeah. And I know it sounds cliche, but it, it's the truth. It's no, go no, you. <laughs> followers does not equate to money i know so many amazing humans who literally get on their instagram maybe okay but to be fair they also work for like big agencies and things like that they're extremely talented they are they are living very well they have 50 followers on instagram and they post once a year yep. you guys like and obviously for our businesses we we are not working for an agency we have to be sorry i didn't mean to like attack the microphone again <laughs> I guess we're back in just smacking the microphone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, like we're not saying don't connect with people and things like that, because obviously for small businesses, that is extremely important. But do go out, get your feet out the door, go hang out with people, go meet people. COVID, thankfully, is it's going, going down. Hopefully, yeah. Thankfully, will we'll dissipate. But that that is definitely for small business owners, for people who are wanting to to succeed in their lives make connections with real people yep. if you only have 10 followers then put everything you have into the making sure that you know who the heck they are mm -hmm. and you know and then maybe one of them will turn into a client like I... just get to know people and it'll it'll pay off in in droves you'll your life will be have so much more value because you know people like you guys this podcast was started because i sent cameron a dm when i was scared <laughs> i said hi i know we don't really know each other that much um but i really really love your work and i need a little bit of help here and i was thinking would you like to like do a team thing i don't know <laughs> who knows who knows where this will go would you like to but, hop on zoom that's to season two episode 47 <laughs> <laughs> you know so, this is uh, really dope. Like it's real. It's scary. I did. I don't know why it's scary either. Because I don't know. People I feel like are, really they, trust people. Like, but people most of the time are nice. Most of the time, until they try to give you homework and ask you to read all the books. He was still nice. He might have <laughs> been misled a little bit, but he wasn't like a bad person. Like, yeah. I it, we talked, and I didn't have a hard time chatting with him. We still chatted about stuff. Like. I just think we just put too much weight on like what these people will think about us. Mm. People are thinking about themselves before they're thinking That's about That's a them. whole other episode, Cameron. <laughs> that is, I was, I was taught one time that people are so worried about themselves that they don't care what you look like. And if they are, they're not the person you need to be talking to. And exactly. <laughs> they don't care. So That's a whole other episode. Find it on our Patreon, guys. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we will be putting out bonus episodes every single month for five doll hairs. If you like us, if you want to hang out with us and you have a, a latte from Starbucks to spare, to spare. Um, give us, give us a, give us a hit up. Come see us. Some, come say hi. Come hang out with our friends. Um, yeah. Our Patreon starts at $5 and, um, yeah, we'll be posting things every single month. And then the tears go up. If you're feeling, if you're feeling froggy, all the way um, up to hanging out with us on zoom, all the way to hanging out. <laughs> We're a yes. fun time. We're a great time. Guys. Our, we actually take a lot of pride in our little coffee breaks that we have bi-weekly. Yeah. Um, so we would love to connect with other creatives. Um, 
You guys, if you have anything that you want to say about this topic, if you agree with us, if you don't agree with us, we don't care. We want to hear it. Yes. We want to hear what you have to say. Um, and I mean, as always, you can find us on every single audio platform out there. Mm -hmm. Apple, Google, Spotify, Google, the, the stuff, the places. All of them. Um, places for your ear holes. And as always, if you would like to see how awkward we are in person, you can watch us on YouTube at Wisdom by Design Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and our Instagram handles are below us for us personally. But if you want to follow us as a team on Instagram, um, it is Wisdom by Design Podcast on Instagram. Sound spelled exactly as it sounds. Yes, exactly the same. Yeah. Am I, am I forgetting anything? No, I do want to shout out the audio listeners though. They have been <gasps> killing it. Yes, like I, and, and me and Jessa, were just, we've been like kind of watching where everybody's like paying attention and consuming and the audio listeners are coming in strong. So I just want to yeah. shout out the audio listeners. Um, man, y'all are y'all. We really appreciate like really appreciate anyone who really sits down and, and takes the time to, um, listen to us every week because we really enjoy doing this. Yes. Um, we think it's a lot of fun and we really just love doing this for our community because I feel like our community needs it. Um, we really need, need this type of conversation and, and just this, a place to hang out together. So again, yes. you guys, um, I think that's, that's it for this episode. We'll see you guys next week. Um, I do want to say something really quickly. If you are one of those amazing audio listeners, it does not tell us who you are. So please yeah. reach out so we can like shake your hand, give you a virtual <laughs> hug, love on you, anything, um, even give you a shout out because seriously, it, it really does mean the world. We've been putting a lot of sweat and tears into this. And when did we more, start? More tears than sweat, right? Well, more tears. Actually, there's a lot of sweat, Cameron. You know I that think it was January. I think we started. Well, that was a lot of freaking sweat. Was it January? I think it was January. We haven't been going for that long. I thought we had started in like November. December. December. Okay, so it'll be a year in December. We're gonna maybe have a party. I don't know, like a virtual party. I would be down with that. That'd be fun. That would be cool. So, um, yeah, a lot of sweat has gone into this. Native, we're talking to you. If you want to, you know, hit up this podcast. Uh, send us some free deodorant um, or Lumi. I actually, <laughs> I actually is so funny. Uh, I actually just bought my first sample pack of Lumi, guys. I will let you know how it goes um, because you know I am the sweating queen. Love you guys so much. Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening to us talk about our sweat. We hope to see you guys on the next episode. We love you lots. Yeah, peace out. Yeah. <laughs>